Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm MacDonald film Dirty Work, one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez, and um, <clears throat> we have a very special guest with us today. I'm very privileged to have her on the show. Because of her, there are no more CEOs of anything. They've all mysteriously vanished after they've taken a little trip to a volcano. <laughs> so, uh, guys, we have Autumn Gortz on the show. Yeah. Yay. Woot woot. Barring any kind of legal discourse, uh, uh, disclosures. Yeah, I just want to thank you for getting rid of CEOs. I don't think we need them. Would yeah, yeah, uh, the world's better off without them. Yeah, more well, job opportunities now. Yeah, of course. You level up the playing field, you, the best will come out of the pack. I think. Yeah, so we'll just uh, sit back and see what happens to the world. I'm sure, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> what else is great is Minute 33 of Dirty Work, which is what we're talking about today. And Minute 33 starts with Norm MacDonald saying, He's also a good man. Your father is a good man. And it ends with Trailer Howard as Kathy saying, And putting prostitutes in the trunks of cars? Something. Cliffhanger. It seems like, you know, every minute of this movie, there's a cliffhanger at every the end of most of the minutes. Yeah. And uh, I think along with that cliffhanger, what also needs to be noted is that a, uh, a little person walks in yeah. to the store. I think that's a politically correct way of saying it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't mind little person or... Little person. That's what I think that's the term. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say the other words, not knowing what is politically correct and not. Uh, yeah. So we won't. Okay. Look, when someone says that, right, doesn't make you want to say it even more. <laughs> I don't know. Little person? No, no, just the other words that you oh. know, right? It's kind of like that whole Louis C.K. bit mm-hmm. about the N-word, right? Like, you say the N-word, but you know what we're talking about, right? So why can't we say it? Like, isn't saying the N-word <laughs> just the equivalent of saying the actual N-word, right? Like, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, this is you and Louis C.K. <laughs> well, you know, great minds think alike. Yeah, I mean, you're you're basically the Filipino Louis C.K., that's uh, what I've been saying. I wish... Well, at least I'll, I'll be famous when I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I'm getting there, yeah. eventually. Yeah, four more years. <laughs> we also see in this minute that... Uh... <laughs> Hold on, that reminds me of a conversation I had this week. Yeah, no, you're right. Four more years for you. Four more so years. 40. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am. No, I meant four more years of President Trump. Oh, I, That's th- my bumper sticker says. Oh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe eight. Who knows? Yeah, why not? Right, you can run again. What if they hack the simulation and then, like, we we lose track of time? Time, you say? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you, of I'm course, you've, you've uh, well, uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> most of our uh, full disclosure, I guess, most of our past guests, uh, even though and future uh, guests, and in future, a way, yeah, yeah, uh, they're kind it, of timeless. The uh, even though they all had different. Uh, occupations yeah. and backgrounds they've all somehow turned into time travelers uh <laughs> talking about uh jeremy castillo yeah. anthony negrelli chad wago too right did he have something to do with time or he probably got swept up in some kind of time conundrum. yeah probably co-snyder yeah co-snyder we have uh yeah we have a, we have a record with dealing with people that uh kind of just interfere with time so, mm. oh, yeah, you might want to just steer away from those guys and uh, Bill Cosby too. Actually, <laughs> yes. he has transcended space and time, and he he actually has taken Anthony Negrelli and Jeremy Castillo with him, uh, who turns out to be they turned out to be the same person. Yeah, they're 
alternating in, in lives. Yeah. So, Reincarnation. Yeah, we don't have enough time to get into how all that happened. Yeah, but I mean, you can go back and listen to yeah. the last few weeks if or <laughs> episodes. If you decided to jump in now and are curious, you know, you should just start from the beginning. Should I yeah. start looking at my calendar then? Just you should just clear you, up stuff. You should just be wary. Uh, if you hear some kind of weird sound and start hearing like start hearing something that sounds like Bill Cosby, you should probably yeah. If there's a really bright light and you hear Bill Cosby, just go the other way. Yeah, I feel like my legs would do that. You know, no matter what, so I think I'm covered. Okay. He, he likes to take people with him into this other alternative universe. So Cosby Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the alternative universe where he's a doctor and uh, he has a nice loving family and nobody hates him uh, yep. we, we also see in this movie, yeah, we do. It's great uh, that Mitch decides to not tell Sam he yeah. cops out of telling Sam the good truth, truth yeah. which uh, might just be something as a convenient plot point for later in the movie <laughs> or uh, you know, he's actually really looking out for Sam's feelings yeah he was ready to do it and then then he looks Sam right in the eyes and he saw his gentle soul and the fact that he's he's trying so hard to make, get the money for, for Pops because he loves him so much mm. he doesn't want him to tell all of a sudden get angry and hate his father right before he dies yeah. because his whole life's been all lie. yeah well I mean like if anything it's Mitch's life that's been an, <laughs> an entire lie yeah. you know like Sam is Sam in all reality his life is unchanged Besides the fact that his best friend just turns out to be his brother, which, yeah. you know, I don't know about you guys, that would probably make me pretty happy, right? I don't know. Unless you know, unless you don't want your best friend to turn out to be related right. to you. Especially, I go, maybe if you harbor feelings for them. Yeah, yeah. Sexual feelings. Yeah, that would definitely throw a wrench in the, yeah. in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Sam gives gives uh, Mitch a hug and says that he's his best friend. And Mitch says, all right, all right, keep keep your distance there, Liberace. <laughs> yeah, what's a what's a Liberace reference? What oh, do we know about well, Liberace? He's a famous piano yeah, playing Yeah, very uh, good at playing the piano. Michael Douglas played him in a biopic. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon was also in it, from what I remember. And, so you don't know anything about Liberace? You're just quoting oh, the movie. No, I like. I'm trying to figure out if you're trying to play with us. Yeah, you're asking us. Uh, uh, there's like one thing everybody knows about Liberace. Yeah, if, uh, for all of our, I guess for all of our fans that are curious about Liberace, uh, I guess at some point he was curious yeah. and then found out that he was uh, very homosexual. Yeah, this is a very flamboyantly gay. Uh, Adam's Adam's looking up pictures of Liberace and her mouth is yeah. open. If you want, if you really want to get a kick, look up pictures of Liberace's boyfriend. No, they're they're saying actually um, that he died of AIDS or, or pneumonia brought on by by HIV. No. Um, Which I find out I might have. It's true. From a you should probably get story. tested by a different uh, doctor. I trust. I trust. Yeah, you should let us know, John. Is. You should let us know the results. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a, a good good disclosure <clears throat> to folks in general. I feel like we'll, we'll be there for you. But um, more than anything, you should probably, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, I didn't know he was he was alive until 1987, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, you know, I wasn't alive yet when he died, oh. but I do remember. Uh, <laughs> Are you alive now? <laughs> Sometimes I, I question that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you're really living. Exactly. Yeah. No, I was. I remember I was. I was introduced to him. I think in high school. You know. Mm. 
uh, listened to him play the piano, and I, you know, he's very good. But uh, yeah, apparently the other, the other thing about him was a, was a huge shocker to people because I guess they just they just didn't connect the dots. Yeah. But even though it was kind of seemed pretty obvious if you just watched that dude yeah. do anything, <laughs> it just seemed like it would have been. Uh, Maybe it's because like you didn't really talk about it right. at the time, right? It was more like you just don't talk about it, right? Kind of like like your uh, Rock Hudson's and your Cary Grant's. Yeah, you know, you just kind of was Cary Grant gay? I can't. Was that the dude that everyone no. was shocked to find out that he was? I thought that was Rock Hudson playing for the other team with Rock Hudson. Yeah, I might have been. I think so. I think I think right was it Rock Hudson and Cary Grant that had a thing for each. I'm not gonna start spreading rumors. Now, now we're so talking was, about people that were dead when. <laughs> Before I was born. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to muddy up people's pasts. <laughs> you just disregard that. That was uh, f- fake news. Yeah, fake news. But we also get in this minute and find out that Trailer Howard right. in a very uh, matched uh, pieces of clothing. Yeah, colored, colored wise. I mean, like so very much, jarring. Yeah, solid right. bright colors all around. Yeah. I, th- that entire scene is filled with like the weirdest colors. It looks like a cartoon. Uh, but we find out that she uh, lost her job because of the prank that Mitch and Sam played on the, uh, her boss. Now she's out of a job, and uh, you know we actually get like a, I don't know about you guys a, a very progressive I think notion mm. or line from her at this point going yeah. you know you can't decide what's best for me I'll decide That's what's right. best for me you know and maybe at that point Mitch kind of sees the errors in right. his way. But and then it's yeah. immediately followed up with some short guy walking in. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you don't want to get, you don't want to make things too heavy. You know, what I'm right. saying like, oh wait, are you calling the short guy comedic effect? Uh, I just thought it was another character, but I also saw it as the fact that there's a man who potentially could do better for her. Oh yeah, I feel like there's a, you know, uh, could, like yeah, I haven't like seen the movie. The, I don't like, know. Like this, like this little person is her savior or something, or no? Then, yeah. then we're going ironically there, or not even ironic. Well, that would be. We don't know what the purpose of this man that walks into the store yet. So. <laughs> but I mean, she just told him off. Said, you can't control me in my life, like every other man tries to do. They try yeah. to save save the day. Now we get this other yeah, guy yeah. coming in. Is he gonna? Is he gonna like save the day? Is maybe. he gonna try and save the day too, or maybe by not a, trying to save the day? Maybe he owns another car lot. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say this is a very different take that I thought when I when I initially saw Dirty Work, I thought Trailer Howard was just an assassin lady <laughs> that waits for men at bars and later kills them. Yeah. If it turns out that she's a more a uh, fleshed out character <laughs> than my initial assumption. Yeah, mostly she's got feelings and stuff. Yeah, mostly because we don't get much backstory on her, so I have to fill in the gaps. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like if. If a woman walks up to you while you're watching TV in a bar and starts talking to you, it's probably because she's going to murder you. That's that's always my thoughts. It's accurate. Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, I think we've all seen Species, right? Like, uh... <laughs> no? That's going to have my, my sign you up for next week. never seen Species? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's surprising that you haven't seen Species. I don't know if everyone... Have you seen Species? Yep. Kind of like that, right? Like, I always had this... Maybe because I saw the movie as a child, it kind of scarred me in a way that made me think that <laughs> if, a, if a very sexy woman right. kind of approaches you and initiates, she's probably an alien that's going to kill you in private. That's fair. Or, or, <laughs> or there just needs to be a different movie uh, plot line. Maybe, but this, the, the whole, like, you know, incognito killer thing resonated with me quite a bit. Well, it is true. Yeah. Most of us look normal, uh, which means, you know. Yeah, normal makes you feel safe. 
There you go. Yeah. And I'm a, you know. Yeah. There you go. But you know, to be honest with you, if uh, if that's how I were to die, uh, I don't think I'd be too angry. You'd be happy. <laughs> I'd be probably, ex- I'd probably get naked first. Right. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> die naked. <laughs> you know, I think that people would oh. understand my uh, the qualms of the situation. <laughs> Can't blame him, you know, he just thought he was uh, getting lucky, and in a way, he did. <laughs> so is that how you know that, you know, somebody knows that they're going to die? They, they just took off all their clothes. Yeah, every time like... I see someone naked, I'm like, oh, they're about to die. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, when you're naked, you're stripped from all the, you know, if you were to have any kind of protection on yeah, you. you're so vulnerable. Like, you only pretty much have your fists and maybe your teeth or something. But yeah. You're like, just, just like let me animal. die. I don't think people just understand how vulnerable you are <laughs> once you're stripped from uh, your outer layers. Although I feel like I'm wearing like a t-shirt and shorts right now. Like if I wasn't wearing them, I don't think I would be that much. It would be that much more vulnerable physically. True. I guess when you're naked, it's like depending on because uh, you can grab clothes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if I were to have protection. To gra- yeah. Yeah. Like if I were to have to grab a naked person, right? Yeah. I can't just like grab its skin and have to. <laughs> get like my full effort into yeah so they're, they're sweaty then it gets and yeah, it gets even worse yeah maybe the best way to escape situations is to get completely naked maybe cover yourself there you with go. oil yeah <laughs> carry some baby <laughs> oil with you Grab, all the time yeah. or coconut oil yeah. that's uh <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting into a fight or something if there's a weapon yeah. involved then i don't think it helps much yeah because i don't know what people would do if like you know they just how would you react if someone got completely naked and covered themselves in baby oil would you <laughs> I feel like that, that, yeah, I mean, that's genius. Yeah. There's only one of two things that can happen once you, you're naked and covered in baby oil. Either either a fight or a dirty Slip sex. Slip and slide. Yeah. Uh, or a sleek getaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just surfing away. <laughs> just sliding and surfing. <laughs> I feel like it's a good origin for a superhero or something. Just like baby oil. They just call them baby oil and they just produce baby oil from their skin <laughs> and are able to just be all celebrated. <laughs> and they can't wear a uniform because yeah. uh, it then, slips like, right off their body. Yeah. And like the rival would be like someone called Moist. <laughs> just make themselves real moist. And That's classic. People just don't like that person because Moist is a disgusting <laughs> word. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the villain would be like baby powder and he's always like and really trying. Yeah. <laughs> I think we gotta make this happen. Yeah. If you know how to draw, tweet us at Dirty Work Minute, and we'll make this into a graphic novel. And maybe an, an adaptation. Yeah. I could be baby oil, and <laughs> you could be baby powder. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. That would be a, a very weird superhero movie. Yeah. Might cross the line into porn pretty quick. Maybe. So in this minute... <laughs> Uh, in this minute, Sam is talking to them real quick while when Trailer Howard comes in, and she's she's very upset and angry about everything, about this, this disgusting stunt. And Sam says, you know, th- that disgusting stunt is this idiot's way of saying that he likes you. And then Norm just gives him a look, and he goes, oh, okay, I'm going to stand stand over there. So at this point in the film, no, neither Mitch nor Kathy admit that they like each other. Yeah. You, you kind of get the notion that there's something there, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's usually like a male, uh, I'm going to say usually because I, I don't want a meninist hate male, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, it's a, a male pratfall thinking that, you know, they, they know what's best. 
Because I don't think he even asked her, right? He, he didn't right. even ask her what he could do to help her. No. He just kind of pulled the prank and uh, hoped for the best. Yeah, and got a free commercial out of it. Yeah, but at the same time made her unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's inherently selfish and he just doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't think about other people. Yeah, even though it's all about helping another person, but he should have give himself purpose. Yeah, maybe he's using it as an excuse to be able to pull these pranks and stuff. Yeah. By thinking that it helps people the moment. With that, he's not really considering the consequences of it. Traditional supervillain complex. Yeah. <laughs> just a, That's how it started, right? For everybody. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, this is kind of typical supervillain behavior, right? Yeah. He just He's just going around messing, every up, messing up everyone else's business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... This, see, that's how good Norm MacDonald is, right? right? He takes what would seem like to anybody else a very twisted and sick individual, but he right. makes him look heroic instead, which is <laughs> uh, a noble pursuit. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever had experience like that where you try to make something evil look good. Uh, every 28 days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that, is that an evil thing that happens? Is that Would you classify that as evil? I think that, that sometimes uh, folks have those those issues, yeah. I think that's why we got to embrace science, you know? I, I know you were too bright. <laughs> I, I, I know you were too warm on the uh, growing people in test tubes thing. But imagine <laughs> just the way that you never had to go through that. You didn't have to go through childbirth. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as someone goes, oh, hey, guys, we're pregnant. Everyone's like, all right, you want to go out drinking tonight to celebrate? And you're like, yeah, because it's going to... I think they'll be growing in a lab for the next nine months. I don't even have to do anything. I, I think that um that that would be a good. You're right. That's that's a good point. <laughs> right, and like you, yeah. you, didn't, you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to call out a time for work. You could just keep working and making money. Yeah. Well, I mean, otherwise you could just rest assured that someone else is taking care of the thing that you created. <laughs> It would create jobs. There'd be new, there'd be a new job sector for just human raising, right? Like, and like at some point we could just make fields. You know what I'm saying? Like they could, they could baby raise, fields. Yeah, they yeah. Could, like, it's like the Matrix. Baby pods going around just eating grass, <laughs> supplying itself with nutrients. You know, all the while, like the, these robot baby farmer scientists are <laughs> living off the land. These robots are supplying all the things that. They need to survive yeah. and continue their work. And I feel like this sounds like a really good movie. <laughs> sounds like The Matrix. <laughs> it does sound like, like The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were using our bodies as energy, those selfish yeah. robots. We couldn't really... I guess it was convenient of them to create a place where we could just live in our minds. Yeah, that was on the post-apocalyptic hellscape. Yeah. So, like, fool, we are those humans. Those guys are assholes. Yeah. They, they ripped everyone from this paradise, and they have to live in this <laughs> shitty reality. Like, Yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah. It was funny. Like, The Matrix came out a year after this movie, yeah. right? Like, so, they were writing The Matrix. I think they started writing... The Wachowski brothers started writing The Matrix, like, well, after they saw this, they were inspired. Yeah. I think, like, a <laughs> little-known tidbit about the Wachowski brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, the original names weren't the Wachowskis, actually. They, really? Yeah. I don't know what it was before, but they watched Dirty Work, and they were like, listen, we got to change our name. To, uh, we need we need our last name to start with a W. Nah, just like Dirty Work. Yeah, just yeah. so they just came up with Wachowski. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is like Slova- Slovenian for work. Work, yeah. Wachowski, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys have anything else for this minute? <laughs> I'm waiting for this baby farms, man. I want to visit it. (laughs) 
Can you imagine the tourist business you could have? And just, yeah. Listen, I think, like, I, I think I need a platform. <laughs> I think it's like the opposite of the mummy museums, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have that, so why couldn't we, why couldn't we do it the other way? Yeah. You should. You can make the baby exactly how you want it to be. Be perfect in every way. No. I, I don't know what a perfect human would look like. Oh, a uh, six foot six white person with blue <laughs> eyes and, and, and blonde hair. <laughs> Straight all right. teeth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they all look Get the strong same. Teeth. Yeah. They're all super strong. And virile, so that they can make more of these test tube babies. Yeah, 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 good at sports. Yeah. Yeah. Good at sports. <laughs> Very smart and the. <laughs> They know it's best for us. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually they'll put us all to sleep and we'll go into a deep slumber we'll never wake up from and we'll just take over the earth. Yeah, that's the Matrix again. <laughs> <laughs> we keep coming back to that. It's like a Matrix slash uh, Nazi dream, <laughs> dream, I think. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, man. So, tomorrow's Friday. We're going to hit minute 34 of Dirty Work. I don't thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you. It's yeah. been fun. We'd be able to come back for one last day and hang out. I want to come for two weeks. Ooh. Two weeks. Yeah, but I've, I'll stick with tomorrow. I've always, I've also had dreams about coming for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, that's how you came up with the idea for that super villain baby powder. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's just a, a constant secretion. You're going to be the cum factory. <laughs> yeah, that's a... It's actually the club I want to start. It's called the Cum Factory. <laughs> Instead of, like, Why is that not already out there? I feel like yeah, that should be in like, like Kazakhstan or something right now. You know they have right now. You know they have uh, foam parties. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so your definition of children in pods is a little different than well, what know, I was uh, thinking of. But I think I think if we just collect semen in vast amounts of quantities, we can have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Just farm farm semen like yeah. like from cows. Yeah, just have those pumping machines. Just, all right, we're going down. Okay. A, we're going down a deep rabbit hole. <laughs> right, we can't well, live in this paradise. Yeah. It's, it's so, not possible. I will see you guys tomorrow, and uh, listeners will hope to see you tomorrow for a minute thirty-four of dirty work. I've never seen the Iron Giant naked in bed. <laughs>